today, Rinpoche gave a clear explanation of how the six perfections are fixed in number according to Haribhadra's commentary. Okay, so once again, we're looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, and specifically the section on training the mind in the stage of the path for beings of great capacity. And within that section, specifically, uh, we are in the part of training the Maya, in the Mahayana precepts and perfections, uh, so which we are now dealing with the six perfections specifically. So uh, when we look at page 104 in the Tibetan, you'll see the main topic of how all precepts are included in the six perfections. Uh, number one, a discussion of the main topic, the fixed number of perfections is the category we're in, uh, and then that will be explained according to six different parts. Uh, the first is the fixed number of perfections based on high status. The second is the fixed number of perfections based on fulfilling the two aims. 
The third is the fixed number of perfections based on perfection, perfecting the complete fulfillment of others' aims. The fourth is the fixed number of perfections based on the subsuming the entire Mahayana. The number five is the fixed number of perfections in terms of the completeness of paths of method. Um, and the sixth, the fixed number of perfections based on the three trainings. Uh, so these are the six categories that we find um, here. And the Dixon Ramiche. The Drupa. The NGK, the Drupa. Six. Okay. Uh, so this is number six. Um, we're going to begin today on page 109 in the English. Um, the fixed number of perfections based on the three trainings is where we will uh, be. Okay. Uh, so, <coughs> okay, so um, the three trainings um, themselves are ethics, concentration, and wisdom. So these three higher trainings, or these three trainings, are found not only in Buddhist traditions, but we find them in the non-Buddhist traditions as well. Uh, so we differentiate the Buddhist trainings and call them highest higher trainings because the training in ethics, concentration, and wisdom is permeated with or saturated with um, renunciation or a desire to definitely emerge from cyclic existence. Uh, so this aspiration saturates these three. Um, so we... the Dixon. Dixon. Yeah. ลาบาสุนลาดิบิตังลาบาสุนเตจีลาบาสุนลาดิเนอันนี้ชินโดตัวลาบาสุนดิโดเอจิมาร์เบชินโดตลาบาสุนดิเดสตาชินโดลาบ
Sotel diyava yina, sotel sütünde sosotaba rejiye. Rejiye de çimi dombaka zeyü, tambosun. Vesa. Ne, rajun domba tamanga. Vesa. Çimi domba tambosun da genel pami domba yi, gılam mi dombasun denizle. Ta rajun domba tamanga da gütü pama, gılam pama, gılam mi domba. Nga denizle marbe. Vesa, vesa, vesa. Okay. Um, so, uh, we start to read the fixed number of perfections based on the three trainings. The fixed number of uh, the training in ethical discipline, the first of the three trainings, is the practice of ethical discipline, the actual practice of it. Um, so it's saying that um, even though the two words are the same, uh, one, one is saying that it's the actual application of that ethical discipline that is that training. So um, um, what does that mean? So. When we look at um, ethics, we can divide them in varying ways. We can divide them by way of three um, individual liberation vows, bodhisattva vows, and tantric vows, uh, or we can divide them uh, by way of um, um, just looking at the individual liberation vows themselves and then dividing those individual liberation vows into uh, householder vows and ordained vows. Um, so, when we look at the individual liberation vows, there are um, seven lifetime vows and then the, the one 24-hour vow, uh, making for a total of eight. Um, so they are called in Sanskrit pratimoksha vows, um, English individual liberation vows. Uh, so um, these um, uh, pratimoksha vows are as follows. The three for the householder are, there is one 24-hour vow, um, that has been presented in scripture that is householders can take um, the, and then there is the householder vow for the man and the householder vow for the woman uh, so these are the three types of vows that householders can take the 24-hour vow the male householder and the female ho householder and just as a note they're the same vow the male and female householder vows the f the five ordained vows are as follows. We have the um, probationary nun vow, the novice monk vow, the novice nun vow, the fully ordained monk vow, and the fully ordained nun vow. Uh, so these are the five lifetime ordained vows, and those were the three Householder vows, two of which are lifetime, one is a 24-hour vow. So that, just as a translator's note, that's why sometimes you see eight Pratamoksha vows, sometimes you see seven, um, because they're referring to sometimes just the lifetime vows when they say seven. The eight includes the 24-hour vow as well. Uh, so that's why you see sometimes different numbering of them, seven or eight. It's just depending on whether they include that one-day vow or not. Um, so, uh, the, this is how showing that these, fix, these six perfections are definite in number based on the three higher trainings. Um, so, this is a sign that's going to show why this initial thesis that they're fixed in number is then now going to be proven um, based on the three trainings and then first starting with ethics. Okay, Deeksung Rinpoche. What the Talhabazula Chutin 
Jimba Duba in the Yanta Balambe Ne Tene Chuding two souls. That Jimba do what the Chuding two Chuding two Yawures Chuding two souls. Yanta Balamba Lamba Shiwala Lamashi Ne Slamashi Balasova Zubi Soyne T. Kurot Zobat was the Tudin Labu Kores, Tudin Labuko. Zobat de Zobat de Casabore. Sheba Lamashi and Sheba Lasova. Nigel Jimmy Abuzova. Don't let the Zobat Sundi is a marbe. Don't let the Zobala Sova. Zobat de Una and Tudin Suntores. Zoba men Tudin Suntores. On the day, Zosa, what is Zuba there? And so you then shooting conomers. Ah, then a day coros, that's Next, it says the precondition of. Rimish actually reread it all. The training of eth- the nature of the training in ethical discipline, the first of the three trainings (parentheses again, not in the Tibetan), is the practice of ethical discipline. The precondition of the training in ethical discipline uh, is generosity, because once you have generosity that is indifferent to resources, you can properly adopt an ethical discipline. So you're not clinging, you can, uh, um, this generosity aids the ethical discipline. Um, um, And the aid to the training in ethical discipline is patience, uh, because the patience of not retaliating when scolded, etc., safeguards your properly adopted ethical discipline. So it's showing how you have to have patience in order to have ethical discipline. Uh, it's showing the connectivity between all of these subjects, um, how uh, ethical discipline is created um, by this patience of not retaliating, so not harming, not harming others because you are harmed. Um, so uh, this is showing uh, um, how this fuels or aids in the ethics. And um, so when we divide patience, we divide it into three different categories. The patience of disregarding harm done to you, the patience of accepting suffering, and the patience of the certitude about the teachings, or um, patience of dharma practice, sometimes translated as. Uh, So um, here, um, I think I've got everything. So this um, not retaliating or the patience of disregarding harm done to you, which is the first among the divisions of uh, patience, uh, allows you to um, be ethically disciplined. This patience does. Dixon, Zupatsar. Jimba 
So next we move on to the training in meditative concentration and it becomes the highest higher training in meditative concentration if the for instance the object of observation it's a fixed concentration on renunciation a desire to definitely emerge this differentiates it we sometimes just as a note we use emptiness a lot but you can also use renunciation because this differentiates our buddhist from non-buddhist so if you have fixed um, desire to definitely emerge then this is a differentiation and this is what makes it a highest higher training um, so meditative stabilization is the training of the mind, the second training, the training of meditative concentration, and wisdom is the training in wisdom, the third training. It's for joyous perseverance, it is included in all of the trainings. Um, so this is how you show the, def the six um, is the definite number, because we see that the three trainings uh, relate in this way to those six. So joyous perseverance is needed for all of them, and then you have concentration, highest higher training, concentration, wisdom, highest higher training, and wisdom. So you have then within the three highest higher trainings, you have uh, first um, uh, generosity, uh, ethics, and patience, um, fulfilling the um, first highest higher training in ethics and then the highest higher training in concentration uh, f um, I, the the perfection of concentration fills the highest higher training in concentration category and the perfection of wisdom um, fills the highest higher training in wisdom category or, vi or vice versa and then that's five and then the sixth is joyous perseverance or effort and that pervades all of those trainings we have to have effort uh, in order to have ethics concentration uh, and wisdom um, so uh, that's the uh, how these six relate uh, to the three um, and the proof of the six based on three uh, so the final is the highest higher training in wisdom and this is a wisdom that has the object of observation, renunciation, um, emptiness. Um, so it's, uh, if, if we're saying wisdom uh, is observing emptiness, it's 
permeated with a desire to definitely emerge. Um, and the di desire to emerge, the emptiness is understood. So this is the, uh, when one has a concentration, um, so I've missed something from before. So meditative concentration is when you have a fixed, um, you're fixed on an object of observation. Um, so there's a fixation there. Uh, um, so the next, this um, wisdom, um, we're saying that uh, it's Im imbued with or saturated with a desire to definitely emerge, observing uh, emptiness, vice versa. Uh, so the reason, so the three highest higher trainings are compared um, to cutting down a tree, or the need for them is compared to the act of cutting down a tree. Uh, so, for instance, if you wish to cut down a tree, uh, it's necessary to have uh, various factors present. Uh, so, for instance, in order to cut down a tree, you have to have a, a strong body or a stable body that serves as a basis or a foundation. Uh, this is compared to the um, highest higher training in, in ethics. So, ethics are compared to the stable body that's needed to cut down a tree. Uh, but this stable body is alone can't cut down a tree. You also need to have a very good arm, a strong arm. Um, and if, uh, um, so this strong arm is compared to the highest higher training and concentration that's needed. Um, but with just a body and a strong arm, uh, you can't cut down a tree still. Uh, you need to have some kind of a um, uh, saw. Uh, so then the saw is compared to the highest higher training in wisdom. So if you have the, a, a stable basis body and a good arm and a saw, you can cut down a tree. Comparatively, if you have the um, basis of ethics um, and the um, concentration and wisdom, uh, you are able to achieve the goals of Buddhism, the highest, the goals of beginning with rebirth into the higher realms of cyclic existence of the gods and humans and so forth, and re the next level, um, the end of rebirth, liberation or nirvana, uh, and then complete Buddhahood. So all of these occur um, by engaging in uh, these practices of, of um, ethics concentration and wisdom. Okay, uh Deek Sung Rimche. Should um, 
Um, so then the final point that's made is about the joyous perseverance um, being included in, in all of them. Um, so if you have make good effort, then you'll be able to accomplish uh, all, any goal. Um, so making good effort in, in ethics, concentration, and wisdom. Uh, so um, it says something to the effect in uh, uh, Chandrakirti's um, entrance to the middle way, the commentary on the, com uh, I'm sorry, the commentary on Nagarjuna's root wisdom text. Uh, it says um, that all goals uh, come from effort. Without effort, we will not, they can't be achieved um, or through, through per perseverance. Um, so all of the uh, aims and so forth that one wishes for require perseverance, require effort um, in order to um, be achieved. Deeksung Rinpoche. Long <laughs> Uh, so then we find um, the um, uh, So we find uh, in Lama Tsongkhapa's Lamrim Dudin the abbreviated stages of the path uh, where Lama Tsongkhapa points out um, all of the um, excellent uh, qualities of um, um, joyous perseverance, uh, where he said, uh, just one moment. Okay, I'll look this up in a minute. There, Rinpoche gave a definition before, I just wanted to um, grab. So, anyway, so in um, the abbreviated stages of the path, Lama Tsongkhapa says, once you wear the, re the armor of resolute and irreversible enthusiastic perseverance. Your expertise in the scriptures and insights will increase like the waxing moon. You will make all your actions meaningful for attaining enlightenment, and you will bring whatever you undertake to its intended conclusion. Knowing this, the bodhisattvas have exerted great waves of joyous effort, washing away all laziness. I, the yogi, have practiced just that. If you would also seek liberation, please cultivate yourself in the same way. Deeksung Rinpoche. Tudin, 
Um, so just uh, going back to the single-pointed concentration or calm abiding, um, it's defined as a stabilization arisen from meditation uh, and conjoined with special pliancy. Um, uh, the mind's abiding on an internal object of observation upon the calming of distraction to the outside. Um, so calm abiding, it's calming the distraction to the outside. It's abiding in one specific place. So that's just going back. I had missed that before, and I wanted to make sure I translated that. Uh, so then I, the the Chu Garilo son, the Laren Chemo, the Dota Genlon, Yomare. Ah, Dota Genlon, but Sasun Watan Zenene, Javi Parishan Batru. Okay, so um, <coughs> as for joyous perseverance, it is included in all three trainings, so the perfections are fixed at six in number. Uh, so it's then Lama Tsongkhapa is presenting um, how all of these six connect to the three uh, and vice versa. Uh, so then, where does this come from? It comes from uh, the Mahayana Sutra Alamkara, the ornament for Mahayana Sutras um, by Lord Maitreya. And it says, The conqueror rightly presented six perfections in terms of the three trainings. Three are the first, two of the six are connected with the final two, and one is included in all three. Uh, so what is this referring to? It says that if we look at the six perfections, and we look at all of them, we'll see that the first three, um, in terms of the three trainings, three are the first. Um, so the, th uh, the first ethics, um, we find that ethics, I'm sorry, generosity, ethics, and patience um, are connected uh, to ethical behavior. Um, so this is the first um, category, the first of the three. Then two are connected with the final two. This is referring to the highest higher training in concentration and highest higher training in wisdom. 
Um, the two that are connected to are the perfection of concentration is connected to the highest higher training in concentration and the perfection of wisdom is connected to the highest higher training in wisdom. Uh, so these are the um, how these uh, and then oh, I'm sorry and then it says one is included in all three. This is referring again to the highest higher training and I'm sorry the um, perfection of perseverance, the perfection of effort. Uh, so without the perfection of effort, you won't have the highest higher training in ethics, concentration, or wisdom. So you need this perfection of effort in order to have, in order to practice, in order to do any of the three trainings, or practice any of those three trainings. Uh, so this is why we say that they are, f uh, the perfections are fixed in number as six because they relate in these ways to the three highest higher trainings. Dixon. <laughs> Nobody Andrew then Lama Tsongkhapa goes on, By a certain kind of excellent life you bring to completion either others or your own aims. You practice certain kinds of trainings by possessing a diversity of methods depending on which vehicle you are in. So here, 
the the three this is referring to the three vehicles the hearers vehicles solitary realizer vehicle and the bodhisattva vehicle so um, this is saying that this is referring to and apl applying to them all um, understanding in this way that the six perfections comprise and bring to completion the above perspectives on their fixed number life aims the Mahayana, the methods, and the trainings. Reflect until you get a deep conviction about how the six perfections are the summation of all the key points of the uh, Bodhisattva practice. So we can see that the pr six perfections really summarize all that the Bodhisattva does, um, all of the practices. Digsum. So, uh, there are two um, origins of explanation uh, within this section. There's the origin from the uh, Master, um, Macha, Lord Machaya. Um, and according to the Mahayana Sutra Alamkara, and then also uh, a Hari Bhadra um, uh, text, uh, the long explanation of the perfection of Wisdom Sutra in 8,000 lines, the Abhisamaya Lamkara Loka. Abhisamaya Lamkara Loka um, is the name of that. Um, so uh, I guess a Sangha. Um, asserted these based on Senge Zampo, on Haribhadra's works. Uh, so um, we've now completed the part um, that um, deals with the ne the dodajen the ne tsar. Okay. Okay. So now we've completed the section that deals with Matreya's um, um, Mahayana Sutra Alamkara and its explanations. Now we'll get into the uh, section where Hari Bhadra's points are made. Diksa. So, so if we go to uh, uh, 46, where? 16 in the prayer book. Uh, I don't know if they're all the same. Okay. Yeah, now Rinpoche is saying uh, it's on page 16 uh, we find uh, in the the is this the same? Yes. So go to page 12 or 13. Yeah, I just have to find it. Uh, so we find, I bow to you, O Master Hari Bhadra, who were prophesied by the conqueror as expounder of the meaning of the mother, the perfection of wisdom. You elucidated the excellent treatise on the perfection of wisdom, the three mothers, in perfect accord with the instruction of the Savior, Matreya. So in this prayer uh, by His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, we find this 
um, aspiration made to Hari Bhadra, um, or this homage paid um, to Hari Bhadra. Rinpoche used word like more of aspiration, but this homage that's paid to Hari Bhadra um, for the elucidation of the perfection of wisdom um, teachings. Okay. Okay. Um, so we find in um, <coughs> excuse me in uh, um, Hari Bhadra's text that the reason for the fixed number is based on three points that are made. Uh, so the first point uh, deals with um, the abandonment. It'll probably come up uh, later, but the abandonment of the afflictions. Um, uh, so the um, the afflictions or the negativities that are abandoned. So it's based on that. Uh, the next is the collections necessary to become a Buddha um, um, and the bodies created. So the uh, various form and uh, truth bodies of the Buddha and so forth explain this. And then uh, number three is in terms of the um, fulfillment of the needs of sentient beings. Uh, so these are the three categories that Hari Bhadra uses um, to explain it. <coughs> okay. Here it is. <laughs> So if we're looking for Senge Zampo, Hari Bhadra has the long explanation of the perfection of wisdom sutra in 8,000 lines and also the short explanation and they very much clarify the meaning uh, of the perfection of wisdom uh, in a very, um, very uh, clear way. So the, f the fixed number in terms of remedies that eliminate the class of phenomena that are incompatible with virtue is the first category. If we're looking for technically, I found it with embedded within the text. Uh, the, the fixed number of based on the fact that they are the foundation for achieving every quality of a Buddha, um, all the bodies of the Buddha, uh, every quality, and a fixed number in terms of being concordant with helping sentient beings to mature 
uh, is similar to the meaning of the third one. Oh, so it's saying it's similar to the complete fulfillment of others' aims. The third of the six fulfilling others' names, aims. Uh, so as we said, the um, fulfill, um, fulfilling the aims of sentient beings is what we translated it initially as. So it's the same thing. Uh, so those are the, th the three. Um, um, and you'll find those on page 110 in the Tibetan, so we'll get in English. So we'll get to that. Okay, Dixon. The Jimba, Longshu, the, 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 the Kamba, the Suchin, less so. The Chinla Chabadan, Longshu, Chabi Chabadilla, Nebut Shosana, Jimba the Sudin, the Jimba the Sudin, the Yobayena, and then what they ended up. The Chinla Chabi Chabadan, Longshu, Chabi Chabal, Nebut is Sudin so. Less so. So then, furthermore, on page 109, uh, about three quarters of the way down, um, it says, furthermore, there are two causes of not initially transcending or rising above cyclic existence, attachment to resources and attachment to home. The remedies for these are generosity and ethical discipline, respectively. Uh, so um, that, that's it. So there are these uh, two, attachment to resources and attachment to a home, uh, your, your house, a home. Um, yeah, so the word, it's a different word than the word we would normally use for house, but Rinpoche said that it means home. Um, maybe it's the difference between house and home, because it doesn't mean, your home doesn't have to be a house. Maybe that's what that means. Just as a, looking at the words in Tibetan, um, I think that that might be what, what the differentiation is, is like, um, uh, attachment to your things, attachment to basically where you stay, uh, I think, um, is a, the rougher translation of what this is, is um, because the, the word is a word that's very foreign. I've, I haven't seen 
Uh, and Rinpoche said it means similar to house. So I would say that's what it means, where you dwell, uh, your, uh, your home. Um, so uh, these are then cured by generosity and ethics. So we're so lucky. Jayan Sheba was so kind to us uh, to write this commentary um, that we use to understand all of this because without the commentary, uh, it would be very difficult to understand the meaning, the complete meaning of Lama Tsongkhapa's words. Um, and just as a translator's note, uh, if anyone's reading it in the English and says, why would that be? It seems so readable. It's been translated in a very readable way. I'm not making a critique. I'm just saying that the Tibetan is very much more difficult if you were fluent in Tibetan to read than the English is if you're fluent in English to read. Um, and a lot of the English has been translated to meaning um, and instead of it being so encoded uh, because a lot of the Tibetan wouldn't read in a way that uh, you would just be reading a book. It reads more in six divisions of that. It's very rough and coarse um, and not written in, in such a flowing way in certain places. Um, so that whenever you hear Rinpoche say, this is so really difficult to understand the words, uh, really when you read it in the Tibetan, it's so encoded and so many words are um, um, put together and, and one word is used to mean a lot of different things. Um, and and uh, so it's just important to know that, that this has been really worked, worked and worked so that it's palatable and, and, and an easier read than the Tibetan is. Um, and it's not a critique on anything. It's just a fact I'm putting out there. Okay. Uh, so Jayan Sheba has many books out, um, very few in English. We have a couple, um, but Jayan Sheba has a vast amount of works and uh, incredible, incredible literature. Uh, he's from Amdo in Tibet, and he was a great scholar from Amdo land. So it, the two, um, Jayan Sheba and Laman Tsongkhapa are sometimes compared in a way like a father and a son. Uh, so they say sometimes that Lama Tsongkhapa is like the father and the Lamrim Chemo is like the father and Jayan Sheba is like the son who clarifies what the father's words are um, uh, and, and within his commentaries of clarification. Uh, so they sometimes compare that, them in that way, their relationship in that way to a father and a son. Um, they are both from Amdo also. Uh, they're scholars from the Amdo region. And as a note also that uh, Jayan Sheba's literature was born out of Lama Tsongkhapa's. So that's the other reason. Uh, born out of or born from. Uh, they say like a father and a son uh, when they explain the, the literature from Tsongkhapa's perspective of his writing, Alam Rimchemo, and Jayan Sheba's writing commentaries. 
So Jayan Sheba is from a monastery in Amdo where there were tens of thousands of monks at the time, back before the the Tandai Yerebe. So I asked if they were there still, if there were these monasteries. And he said, so many bombs were dropped. It's hard to say um, what's remaining and what's not um, there now, because uh, so many bombs were dropped. Okay. So you may rise, uh, so furthermore, there are two causes of not initially transcending or rising above cyclic existence, attachment to resources and attachment to a home. Uh, the remedies for these are generosity and ethical discipline, respectively. <coughs> um, so, uh, the, this categorically would fall, when we look at the three categories that Hari Bhadra uh, uses to prove the fixed number, this would fall under the first one, uh, fixed number, in terms of being remedies that eliminate the class of phenomena that are incompatible uh, with virtue. So, uh, this is... A, um, and it says the two causes of not getting out of cyclic existence are being attached to your things and being attached to your dwelling, to your home. Uh, so these are um, categorically under the first category. And then it says you may rise above these attachments once, but still uh, turn back without reaching uh, the end. Um. Uh, so, um, oh, and I forgot, Rinpoche read the three. So the three categories that Hari Bhadra um, says uh, prove that their fixed number of perfections are this the number in terms of remedies that eliminate the class of phenomena that are incompatible with virtue. Number two, based on the fact that they are the foundation for achieving every quality of a Buddha. And number three, in terms of their being concordant with helping living beings or helping sentient beings uh, um, fulfill their needs. Um, uh, so, uh, it, and it says uh, it's similar in meaning to perfecting, that doesn't, this isn't in the Tibetan, perfecting the complete fulfillment of others' aims mentioned earlier. Uh, so, th that's an addition as well. Deek Song Rinpoche, I think. Jean Tambonet, Jean Tambonet, Mandau, Quale, 
Yene 
Yanjer, the Lesa, the Nyomo Rapa Yanjer Sagare? Yene, the Konsu, the Du Temchi, the Nyomo Rapa Bonsa. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so there's two different uh, types of, uh, when we look at this, um, I don't know how they exactly, this worldly. Um, worldly affairs or worldly activities. Uh, there are those of, uh, um, related to the uh, afflictions, worldly activities related to the afflictions. I'll have to look this up. It's not something I've heard before. And worldly activities related to TP. Finale. I'll explain what these mean. There's two types of these worldly activities. Uh, the first one's referring to very coarse, and the second one is referring to very subtle. And the, the subtle ones, the coarse ones, um, we can say through concentration and so forth, even non-Buddhists are able to abandon, um, but they will again accumulate them um, because they haven't abandoned the root of them. Uh, so through concentrations and so forth, these coarse afflictions can be gotten rid of, but not the more subtle ones, and they will occur again even though they've been abandoned for a non-Buddhist without getting rid of the root. Um, so these are um, these are two uh, levels uh, that have to be gotten rid of in order to become a Buddha. Um, so Rinpoche was just pointing that out, and then it says, um, furthermore, there are two causes of not initially transcending or rising above cyclic existence. So the first uh, two causes are this attachment to resources and attachment to a home, and then the antidote is generosity is the antidote to attachment to resources, and ethics is a, uh, an, uh, the antidote to attachment to a home. It says you may rise above these attachments once, so you could get rid of them. So Rinpoche is saying there are these two kinds, the coarse ones, and saying you could get rid of them but still turn back without reaching the end. So this is a uh, the tradition where through concentration and so forth, Rinpoche said they might achieve, for instance, a form or formless realm uh, rebirth, but then they will accumulate some sort of um, karma and then again have these uh, atta um, uh, attachments and so forth. Um, so even if, um, because the root hasn't been gotten rid of, uh, it's saying there are the two causes of this, suffering from the wrongdoing of living beings and becoming dispirited at the length of time you have pursued virtue. Um, so I don't think Rinpoche got into that. He explained these two kinds of negativities um, and so forth. Okay. Chukabarkasan, the Deeksung Rinpoche. I think he read further on. The Pui Kabarkasan. I think he read further on. 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 Tinia and 
You may rise above these attachments once, but still turn back without reaching the end. There are two causes of this, suffering from the wrongdoing of living beings and becoming dispirited at the length of time you have pursued virtue. So again, when we look at um, uh, the divisions of, of, uh, I'm sorry, of patience, uh, we'll see that 
developing the patience of disregarding harm done to you, developing the patience of accepting suffering, developing the patience of certitude about the teachings or patience about the Dharma. Uh, so we find them all beginning to be presented in here, the patience of, of disregarding harm done to you. Um, uh, and then... Um, suffering from the wrongdoing of living beings and becoming dispirited at the length of time you have pursued virtue. Um, so we find that um, the patience of certitude about the teachings, that third, that refers to um, being patient with Dharma practice. Um, and you see uh, how becoming dispirited at the length of time you have pursued virtue. Uh, so, um, the remedies for these are patience and joyous perseverance, respectively. Uh, once you understand how to sustain a, uh, how to sustain a disregard for all suffering and harm, as well as an enthusiasm which views even an eternity as though it were one day, you must practice them in various ways. Um, so, in order to become a Buddha, um, we say that Lord Shakyamuni. Uh, developed the mind that aspires to enlightenment and then accumulated merit for three countless eons. Uh, so this is the time frame that we're speaking of, uh, enduring um, in order to become enlightened. Uh, so it, it's saying that um, it, an enthusiasm which views even an eternity as though it were one day, because you have to get in this perspective that this is going to take a very long time because it takes a very long time uh, to become enlightened uh, and you can't become dispirited um, rather quickly after a short period of time because um, it hasn't happened yet um, because it took the Buddha after achieving bodhicitta three eon, countless eons. So it's saying uh, you must practice them in various ways. If you do this, you will produce the patience and joyous perseverance that are capable of functioning as remedies to what causes you to turn back. Thus, they are extremely crucial. Never mind the matter of the bodhisattva deeds, even with regard to present-day cultivation of virtue. There are many who start out, but few who... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, even with regard to present-day cultivation of virtue, there are many who start out, but few who do not turn back after a while because, one, their forbearance for the slightest hardship is tiny, and two, their enthusiasm for the path they cultivate is tepid. This is the result of their not putting into practice the personal instructions associated with patience and joyous perseverance. Uh, so it's saying that these, um, giving up on the Dharma after a short period of time uh, is from not focusing on patience and joyous <coughs> perseverance in terms of the teachings that have been presented about them. Uh, so, um, those come from the air. Tata 
અને કાચી લોજ ગવા ગા ગવા દૂધું કાલે છું છું થેન્થું લો જોશે છું આસ અને કાંગે છું છું જોબ ગોમાતું પછી જોશે છું આતા કાં ગોબે લા લા ટુશું છું ઇસ કાં ગોબે લા થોલા છું લા થોલા ગોલા દૂધું ટ્રોવા છું છું રેસ ટ્રોવા છું જોશે છે ટ્રોવા છું અહીંતા તો માજુબા લા લા માજુબા મોબરેસ મોયા પાતો ને માલુબા છેબો મોસ પાતો તો લાલ શું કમરે કેતી શું ભાઈ નાયા ને માધુબા છેબો મોસ ને તે ચુંડી માધુબા મોસ ચુંડી સજુ છાતા મો તે જોબા તા ચુંડી છે મેંગાલા માચી બી લેન હોસ ઓ ઘી છે છું છે લે તેને કાલી જો માથું પછી ઓતે ખરે રસ ના ખરે લે વર્ષ ના જોબા તા ચુંડી છે મેંગા લે તેને માજા બી માજા બી જોરે માજા બી લે ભરેસ માજા છુ સાયુ જુને નહીં દેશ છુ ખૂબ મેબા જોયા ગે જુની હોર જુની દે સિંજી ઘી મેપાલા ઘી મેપાલા મને બે નાઈ જીરે નાઈ શેરો છેવાસ શેરો છેવા નાઈ શેરો છેવા જુલા તેને તેને જુલા તેને અને લોજ ગવા ગવા શોભા માલુ જાયુંજે નહીં તા શેરો છેવાસ ના શેરો છેવાસ ગંદો શેરો ફેમાતું કે શેરો શેરો છેવાસા ตัวบ่มาเจตัดดีดีกว่าอ๋อกาจีเทนจุนลาสลุยจิกว่างากว่าชงตะลาเทนจุนลาเจเซชงวาตาสกาจีเดกะชงจุนบายนะเจบะก
Padote Lonjo Chematuba Jacques and Mombres Pado Maluba Chambo Moa Nade. Okay, Sam Gay. What did Karin Lambertesana? Tundu Zobatan, Tundu Lianemaji with Zobatan Tundu Tundu J. Mengala Majambi Lambertes. ジョバトチュンジュメガラロジョンアブヨバイナアンドワテキチュンジュンゴマレスジョバトチュンジュジェメガラマジョンバマジョンバインソタンテネワテタマキチュンジュスレデレスタトシュチョンイジュセンジト
uh, scriptural instructions. So the personal instructions associated with patience uh, and perseverance. Um, so um, here, when we look at the various types of patience, um, one of the patients is being able to endure the hardship. Um, so if you're not, if you don't have that, uh, then you won't be able to uh, continue on. Uh, you won't, you won't want to continue to practice. Um, uh, so the, um, so this is how uh, patience um, and effort um, and the, the understanding of them connect to what causes um, you to dis discard the path. Um, so if you have the patience of disregarding harm done to you, patience of accepting suffering, patience of the certitude about the teachings, or the patience for the Dharma, um, if you have that, um, then you won't turn back. Um, enthusiasm for the path they cultivate is tepid. Uh, if you had um, studied the personal instructions about joyous perseverance, then your enthusiasm, your motivation to do it, um, would be greater. Um, so there wouldn't be this kind of cold uh, feeling about the path. There would be a very joyful feeling about it um, be because of the familiarization with the instructions. Uh, so uh, there are two causes of letting your virtue go to waste, even if you do not turn back after a while. Distraction, wherein your attention does not stabilize on a virtuous object of meditation, and faulty wisdom. Uh, so these are the two um, things uh, that um, make your virtue um, get wasted. That doesn't make sense. Uh, wastes your virtue. So uh, wastes your vir um, depletes your virtue, or the causes of making your virtue deplete or, or become smaller and smaller, start to waste away, are distraction, being distracted. <laughs> and uh, the wrong wisdom, faulty wisdom, and, and mistaken views um, is basically what faulty wisdom refers to, uh, wrong view. Uh, so, then eh? Shadow Pombichute Wash 
So meditative stabilization becomes the antidote to distraction and wisdom becomes the antidote to faulty wisdom. So um, it is the um, distraction is when your mind is, uh, if you have distraction, uh, you won't be able to do any of the practices really. Uh, you won't be able to stabilize any of them if you're distracted. Uh, and, espe- and especially um, if you, you won't be able to establish a, a single pointed concentration or a focal object concentration if uh, you are distracted. Uh, so the antidote to that's concentration. And the faulty wisdom, if you are, have the wrong view about something, then it's incorrect. So it's not going to um, do what you think that it will um, if you are intending it to remove obstacles and so forth or to remove ignorance because it is ignorance. Um, so uh, that's what is meant by that. Mistake. Meditative stabilization is a remedy because it is said that even virtues practices such as repetition of mantra and daily recitations are senseless if your attention wanders elsewhere. Wisdom is a remedy because if you fail to develop the wisdom that fully delineates the topics and the collections of the Buddhist knowledge, you will be mistaken about what to adopt and what to cast aside. I'm reading further on, uh, so I'll stop there and just uh, Rinpoche um, read further. Nene? Sadu 
Sirote Sangue so it's uh, so being distracted um, makes it really hard to meditate and if you're distracted if you're just reciting mantras while you're distracted it's not really very beneficial no it is beneficial but it's really not um, if you're distracted and just doing mantras, it's not of its intended benefit. It doesn't produce an intended benefit. Um, it, and it says uh, here, the, the exact wording is, um, senseless. The Rinpoche, the Yine, the Gewa Chun Chun Yure, the Zonga Dang, Yine, the Yuna? Gewa? So, I was asking Rinpoche if you if you are distracted. I said, don't you still receive imprints or virtue? And he said, that's not really what it. Uh, um, the point uh, the point that's being made is that if there's really no meaning to it while you're doing it and you're distracted, that it. It doesn't really. It's not even sure if it is producing. Rinpoche is saying it's not even certain if it's producing um, virtue or not. Um, so I, he wasn't committing to whether it leaves virtuous imprints or not. Um, if you're distracted and just reciting mantras, then the Rinpoche, the Shachatupa, the Manidana, the mantra, the Zongada, Yene Nge Sem, that's the Jenda Tsanlo, the Gewa. so Rinpoche is this senseless, uh, the word um, really has no meaning. The word senseless, in the Tibetan, the word is meaningless. Uh, so recitations are meaningless if your attentions are elsewhere. Um, and again, I'm not getting any, anywhere with, um, with whether or not that means that there's no virtue or not. Rinpoche is just saying, it doesn't say, it just says that there's no meaning there if you're doing it distracted. And I've asked it a number of ways, so I'm just going to leave it there. Um, just because I've heard that no matter what, if you're doing mantras, you're leaving imprints of some sort. Um, 
So Rinpoche is saying, for instance, when you're doing meditation, uh, if you're distracted, then there's no real meaning coming out of the meditation. It's meaningless. If, if you're not, if you're supposed to be meditating on something, but you're thinking about something else, then there's no meaning to your meditation. Uh, so that's, uh, Rinpoche is just expanding on what this meaningless word is, or senseless word is. Um, okay, Dixon. It won't, and he's saying that it won't really produce <coughs> your intention. Yeah, that's what he's, it won't really produce your intention. If you think it's going to, it won't, because you're distracted. There's no meaning there. So it's important that you don't have this distraction so that there is meaning to what you are doing. Um, so there, um, when we're speaking, and so in terms of wisdom, um, wisdom is a remedy because if you fail to develop the wisdom that fully delineates the topics and the collections of Buddhist knowledge, you'll be mistaken about what to adopt and what to cast aside, even the obvious, and will will then conduct yourself wrongly. Um, so here. Uh, this is speaking about um, all of the various objects of wisdom. And in the um, Buddhist, in Buddhism, we say that there are the five sciences or the five uh, topics of wisdom. We're trying to. F- five. Uh, 
Anyway, I'll find them at some point. But um, they are the philosophy, valid cognition, medicine, uh, words or languages, and the fifth one, I just I don't remember. I, it might be the arts, um, but I, I think that falls under a different category. Construction or the arts, uh, we can look those up, but they're the five, the five uh, knowledges or five different knowledges. So it's saying that you really have to have an understanding of all of these uh, in a full way. Um, and in order to do that, you do that through the, the collection of wisdom. Um, and it's saying it's necessary uh, because if you don't do that, you won't know what to adopt, what's to cast aside. You'll have some missing um, uh, amount of knowledge that you will need, potentially. Uh, so that's what the meaning of that is. Five. I can't believe I don't have this here. Wow, there's no... Okay, I give up. Okay, decent. Sciences, the five sciences. Rimache, chutsu. Okay. Natsu, chutsu, chi, dan, karma, jip, ju, the dangsun. Okay. The triwa, dan, lenja? Okay. That's then you do get rabba. Ponja down, Nelson Lanja Rabbat and the Trune, Luba should be sure was a Trune, and then what the Luda Mongol is. Then Matinshu Pui, Nebu on the Jibi Tang as was. So my son was on the Lusoni, but Matinshu Pubi Tang, eh? Sandy Chundu Tang, eh? Then you do be Tang, eh? Okay, so wisdom is a remedy because if you fail to develop the wisdom that fully delineates the topics and the collections of uh, Buddhist knowledge, uh, so the collections of Buddhist knowledge are the, referring to the Kangjur uh, and the Tanjur, the authentic, the pronouncements of Lord Buddha. Uh, and the authentic Indian commentaries. Uh, so um, it says you will be mistaken about what to adopt and what to cast aside, even the obvious. So even the course points um, will be um, misunderstood uh, because you won't know it and you will then conduct yourself wrongly. Uh, so as a result of not knowing uh, how to properly um, behave, uh, you will behave in a wrong uh, way. Um, I thought I had it. So, uh, the, this fixes the number of perfections at six in terms of there being remedies that eliminate the class of phenomena uh, that are incompatible with virtue. 
Um, so this is the first category. So we said that Hari Bhadra um, fixes the number according to three categories. First category, uh, remedies that eliminate the class of phenomena that are incompatible with virtue. That completes that first category. And then we have based on um, the next, um, uh, based on the foundation for achieving every good quality of a Buddha and then being concordant with helping living beings. Uh, so these will be the ones to come. Ripi Wanga Rasa Nadi Vidinaji Dunla Rodu Shiroji Nabo Majinas Tangazo de Larija with the Lujan Zeliabanguena. What did the Genuji Larija with the Kanju and you can go to Kurajana, Tinanga Rujina, Larija Mazusha Yuaris, with the Larija with the Lujan with the Shiroji Zuna, and be up to us. So we can see how our wisdom can truly increase by reading this text. We find that the entire meaning of the Kangjur, which are the pronouncements of Lord Buddha, and the Tenjur, which are the authentic Indian commentaries, and then all of the other points that were ever made can be found, summarized within this text right here, within um, um, Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. What uh, so now we get to the second category, and just real quickly, I found, uh, so it was the five major sciences, they're the five major fields of study. Um, so the Zuripa is arts and crafts, Soripa is medicine, Jaripa is grammar, um, and uh, Nandu and Ripa, Denzi and Ripa. So uh, grammar, so we have, uh, let me just go through them again. Arts and crafts, medicine, grammar, logic, and philosophy. 
Denzik Ripa. Denzik Ripa. That's what Jason. That's what the Zuripa. Soaripa. Jaripa. Dariba. Then Denzi Ripa. Then a Nandon Ripa, the Kanga. Okay, so that's uh, so again, um, those are the five stu- fields of study. I looked it up in the dictionary. So we have the arts and crafts, medicine, grammar, logic, and philosophy. Uh, so our valid cognition, logic, uh, more uh, could be translated as uh, uh, valid cognition also. So those are the five uh, categories of study. Now, going back to the text, Rinpoche read the second uh, um, part, the second one of Hari Bhadra's uh, points. The number of perfection is um, at six based on the fact that they are the foundation for achieving every good quality of a Buddha. This is because the first four perfections are preconditions for meditative stabilization. So, through these four, you accomplish meditative stabilization, the perfection of non-distraction. Furthermore, when you cultivate insight based on this, you will know reality. So uh, it's saying that you have first this preconditions, you need to achieve this meditative stabilization. Um, so these first uh, are four are, are preconditions for this, for gaining this single-pointed concentration uh, that's necessary uh, in order to become a Buddha because you take that single-pointed concentration and then you uni- unite it with wisdom, with special insight. So you g- get this union of calm abiding and special insight. Um, so it's saying, furthermore, when you cultivate insight based on this, you will know reality. Um, uh, so through those four, you accomplish meditative stabilization, which perfects non-distraction. So through generosity, um, ethics, concentration, and effort, you perfect, uh, you are able to actually not perfect, you are able to accomplish and then perfect uh, meditative stabilization, um, which would be the perfection of non-distraction. Once you achieve a complete stabilization, uh, it's the opposite of non-distraction. Once you have perfection of concentration, it's saying once you have the perfection of concentration, you have the perfection of non-distraction. Um, uh, furthermore, when you cultivate insight based on this, so when you cultivate insight based on single-pointed concentration, you will know reality. You will understand the nature of reality. You will understand emptiness, basically. Nipatsar,他是不是送到先把最近最后送到那边了,送到前头我是,对呢,呢,我们就是碰壁,怕是做的长也不对呢,怕把头面给接吧,所以我们生个装备,够把他的鞋子接着我们接,怕把头面给接
it is extremely crucial to gain conviction about the six perfections. Okay. Then may not the. Uh, uh, so if anybody has any questions, yes. Hold on one sec. I was wondering if you could just uh, explain whether uh, loving kindness is included in the six perfections or if it is considered a separate cultivation because they talk about the union of method and wisdom, method being at least including loving kindness. So is loving kindness included in the six perfections? The Shinchu, the Shamba Yurbe. The Chuke Len, the Techen, the Kanga, the Dudu, the Shinchu Nangla. Then the shamba, the top. Then shamba kabiyore. Shamba. Shamba ninji dan shamba. Then the the nangla yurebe kongi triwa. Shamba dang ninji the shintu nangla yurebe. Shamba da jimba aimaro. Jimba tuji zubaji tunduji shiro. Chu Jimba, the Shamba. Chu Jimba. Chu Jimba Shamba. Then Garishene, the Semchen Tamje, Dugnyal Dan Jail. Garishene, the Chu Tree. Semchen, the Chu Tree Gudu. The Chu Jimba. Then the Getru, Chu Gitri. Garishene, Getru Chu Gitri. The Dugnyal Dan Jewa. Then Ninji. What do you get it? The Sharon Sangari Bay. The Data Yen. The Chugi Jimba. That machine is a young Jambas. Lesso. Junimanga do you roll. Lesso. Junimanga do the Shindon Gardens. Shindon don't do by his individual. So, yes, we would say that they are included all within it. And we would say that all practices are included in the six perfections. But you ha in order to get to it, you have to look at it and, and think it through and explain it. So for instance, uh, where would loving, um, where would love be, loving kindness be in the six perfections? So when we look at generosity, for instance, what are the various um, divisions of generosity? One is the, the generosity um, of giving Dharma. Um, so why, why, do you, why do you teach the Dharma? You teach the Dharma so that sentient beings have happiness and the causes of happiness, which is love. You teach the Dharma so sentient beings are free from suffering and the causes of suffering, which is compassion. So, yes, included within it, but you have to look at the various divisions and then figure it through. So you would, what you would do is look at each, Rinpoche said, of the six perfections and say, okay, generosity, how would that relate? And does that relate in some way to love and kindness, loving kindness? What's the motivation behind generosity, loving kindness? What's the motivation of a Mahayanist? It's to fulfill the four immeasurable thoughts. Uh, so then you would look at the next one, uh, ethics. Is ethics related in some way, being ethical? Um, is that related in some way to loving kindness? Um, so if you're, you know, ethics would be being kind to others also. Um, so that would be an ethical behavior, would be, um, you could get to love want, would, through ethics, basically. Um, and your ethics, if it's a, um, a, high, a highest higher training, would have this desire to emerge in it. And if it's a Mahayanist, it would be to take everybody with you or 
before you or after you, depending on which kind of bodhicitta it is. So you would just look at, Rinpoche is saying, look at each of them and see how it would apply. So, yes, the six perfections are only six words, but there are the causes of the six perfections, the results of the six perfections, the nature of the six perfections, the divisions of the six perfections. So when you start to look at, it begins to expand, and you start to see how there's more inclusion within it than, nor, than it just looks, than you can see on the outside. Well, <laughs> So thank you very much, uh, everyone who helped with the chair uh, lift for Rinpoche, um, um, just all those out there. Um, thank you so much. Uh, and Rinpoche said you make uh, aspirational prayers um, for, for everyone's wellness. Not just those who gave, but he makes aspirational prayers for everyone's wellness. And, and he said thank you for, uh, for that. Um, we, we didn't even let, let Rinpoche really know about the process, so I just let him know that everybody worked together to make that happen, and he said to thank, thank you all. Uh, so now it's much easier uh, for me uh, to get up the stairs, uh, so thank you. Uh, so all of you who helped, thank you, and I'll make aspirational prayers. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone, and we'll do the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. Yeah, the Tetsar Rimche. When Kanga Tetsung Tetsar, Lei Labudu. Nima Chi. Konsechan Shamba Jira Yure. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Jatso, may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Rimachi Gutsi Shapi Denonang, Matsulam Rim Shamal Kanga Chironang, Yurimbo Shuronang. Yeah, yeah.